0: Sego, Sewo Greetings, everyone. Welcome to our Yohate Negasuna, The Road to Your Name podcast, focusing on Haudenosaunee cultural topics recorded on Haudenosaunee territory. Our podcasts are produced by Aboriginal Legal Services with the technical assistance of Humble Man Recording. My name is Lisa Van from the Mohawk Nation and the Wolf Clan, I'm the coordinator of the Yohate Negasuna The Road to Your Name program and the host of this podcast. Welcome to the Yohate Negasuna The Road to Your Name podcast series. If you would like to learn more about our organization, Aboriginal Legal Services, and the programs and services we provide, please visit us at our website, www.aboriginallegal.ca. And if you feel inclined and would like to make a donation, you can click on the word donate located at the top of the homepage of our newly updated website. You can also visit us on Facebook at Aboriginal Legal Services, Toronto, Canada. This is the Yohate Negasuna The Road to Your Name podcast series. So welcome to today's guest on the Yohatde Negasuna podcast. It's a deja vu kind of because because we have with us today Jan Gahadio Longboat. And Jan was our very first guest on our season one. And now we're in season three and she's come back to visit us again. So um, welcome Jan Gahadio. Um, Today we're going to talk about... The moon. We're going to chat about the moon and um, see what we can learn from Gahadío about the moon today. So let's begin. Um, what, can,
1: what can we say about the moon? Well, good morning, Sagel. It's, uh, it's great to, to be back again. And uh, this, this uh, podcast, of course, as Lisa mentioned, we're going to talk about our grandmother, our grandmother moon. And, um, so, um, you know, uh, it, it, was beautiful last night. I don't know if, if you realize we have, it's a full moon right now. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful full moon. And so the, our grandmother has come to show her full face and to remind us that, you know, our, our spe- particularly the women of our roles and responsibilities as, uh, as women, um, and, and, um, so, and what we do to uh, keep our to keep our teachings alive with our grandmother Moon. And so, um, I, I'd like to begin with uh, just a just a little bit of, of kind of kind of like history, and um, because we as Indigenous people, Hongwe people, um, <clears throat> we we know the the creation story. We have a beautiful, beautiful creation story. And uh, in that creation story um, is everything that that I think we, we need to be reminded of in terms of our connection to the natural world. And so I, I just love the, the um, I'm, I, I won't go into the whole teaching of the creation story because it takes 12 days, so we don't have 12 days. Yeah. But we do know that, that um, everything in creation has spirit. We, we realize that everything has spirit. The plants, uh, the trees, the water, the wind, the rocks, the mountains have spirit. And so the sky world, including the moon and other planets, have also have spirits. And all of these parts of our first family, which we call the natural world, is our first family. And so we call our grandmother, uh, we call the moon our grandmother. And we show a lot of respect for her because she particularly looks after the sacredness of, of birth, child, childbirth, and, and of the women. So, um, so we say that Grandmother Moon carries female energy. She carries that female energy. And we say that the Grandmother Moon watches over the waters. She watches over the waters, all the waters of the earth, from the from the littlest waters to the big oceans, she watches over, and she she also um, looks after the tides of the, of the ocean. So she has a big job to do. Yeah. So Grandmother Moon controls all female life, and so uh, I I want to I want to talk about that that for for a minute here, oh dear, um, is how we say Grandmother Moon in Mohawk, the Mohawk language. And so as I look every day at the sky world, is particularly when it's a full moon, it's so beautiful. I'm touched by the by the fullness of, of the moon. And last month, um, it was the it was a thirteenth moon because because if if the the moon is 28 days carries an 28 day cycle so therefore if you add up all of her cycles we have an extra moon and that's why as indigenous people we celebrate 13 moons and so um um so last night as i sat out and i watched watched my grandmother in her full face a beautiful face I, I was reminded that this moon here, uh, the October moon, is what we call um, the moon of the big cold. Agunsalage. Agunsalage, the moon of the big cold. Because now it's starting to get cold. In fact, it's even starting to snow a little bit. So that's what the moon is reminds us of this time In her cycle is to get ready, to get ready for the winter cycle because it's going to be cold. So, this is a moon of the big cold. So, but now I I didn't introduce myself, so I'd like to introduce myself. I came to this planet through the waters of Gachi Juni Thomas, and she came through the waters of Gachi Jakwa. And so, that's who I am. And in my family, I came through those women to, to Mother Earth. And and, and, and so I, I te- carry those teachings of, of the women and also the, the moon. The Haudenosaunee women follow a matrilineal line. So these two women gave me my Mohawk birth. And then they also gave me my Turtle Clan family and my name, deal And Gahedio in Mohawk means beautiful garden, a really wonderful, beautiful garden. So I am on the planet Earth, light minutes away from the sun, related to Grandmother Moon, and believe we came from the stars. That's what the old people always told us. We, This is sort of our our relationship with the sky world, and I, I really believe that. So our relationship as Haudenosaunee to the sky world goes right back to our creation story, okay? So I'm just going to share a little bit of the creation story just to make my point today. But long time ago, and, and the old people love to say, Honaze. Oh, That means a long time ago in Mohawk. And so, a long time ago in in this world we are in had no land. It just had water and creatures of the waters. So up in the sky world, the other world, there were two worlds. There was another world. And they called that Galohyaage, the world of Galohyage. And there was another world there with people, people in there. So we say in the sky world, in the sky world, there was a tree, a beautiful, beautiful tree. And on that tree was every kind of food, medicine, Everything that we needed to stay alive was on this tree, and we called it the tree of life, the tree of life. And one other thing is a tree, that particular tree glowed with light. When we tell the story, we say that up in Galohyage, that, that tree of life lit up the whole village up there, and, and, and it was bright. And the pe- but the people there in Kalohyage were told never to disturb this tree. Don't ever disturb this tree, they said. They kept telling the, the children and everyone not to disturb the tree. But there was a woman. There came a woman. And, and this woman was pregnant. She was about to give birth. And so, you know, uh, we know that when women are expecting children, they crave different foods sometimes. And she wanted tea made from the roots of this tree of life. But they were told never to disturb the tree. She convinced her husband to dig under, under the tree for roots because she wanted tea. And as he dug The tree fell and left a big, huge hole in the earth. And her Indian name was Mature Flowers. So when Mature Flowers went to sea, she lost her balance and began to fall. And it was just black. She just could see nothing but black. And when her eyes adjusted to the darkness, then all she could see was water, just water. But as she was falling from the upper world, she, she grabbed some earth from under the tree and this earth was, was loaded with different seeds all different seeds. So she had these seeds in her hand, and she put them in her pocket as she was falling to falling. Well, the birds, see, all we, all we know of a long time ago was that it was water, no land, and they were, they were water animals and water birds. And so the birds happened to look up, And they saw this thing falling. They didn't know what it was, but they noticed something was falling, and they thought, we better help this 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 person, or she's gonna get hurt. So the, the birds flew up and they surrounded her and brought her down, brought her down to through the water, but there was no place for her to land. And they quickly called to the, to, the, to the big turtle. They called the giant water turtle to come to help her. And so the big, big sea turtle came and, she, and they all landed on her back. And that's why today we call this Turtle Island because she landed on the back of the turtle. As time went on, Sky Woman knew she needed land to survive. She knew she needed food, she needed medicine to, to survive. So she asked the animals if they would go down to the ocean floor and bring up land. It was far down there. And each time an animal went down, it was so far They couldn't hold their breath, and each one died. But the creation story says it was the muskrat who went down and never returned for a long time. And when the muskrat returned, he was almost dead, but had a small amount of earth in his hands. And Sky Woman gave him breath to survive. So she put the earth on the back turtle's back and, and began to shuffle her feet as she danced counterclockwise around the turtle's back. And as she danced, the earth grew and it grew and covered the turtle's back. And so they, 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 they now had earth, and she could, she could uh, um, think of survival. So remember when I, what I said a while back when she, when she fell, she was expecting a child. So soon Sky Woman gave birth to a daughter. And as the daughter grew up, she was told by Sky Woman never to walk toward the west. But one day, a big west wind came up, and she noticed the outline of a man in the wind cloud. The daughter was so shocked, she fainted. And when she awoke, she noticed two arrows on her stomach. And she knew she had become the bride of the west wind, and now would have twins. So now when the twins were born, they, they became, came out at odd places with, the, with their mother. And the first twin came out as, as the, everyone else does in the, from her, the mother, but the second twin came out under her arm And the mother died. So now, only grandma was there to look after the twins, twin boys. Well, these twin boys, they were always at odds. They were always arguing over different things. And for some reason, Sky Woman began to favor the left, what he called the left handed twin. And everything he would do didn't turn out right. But they proceeded to bury their mother. And from their mother grew these seeds. And these seeds began to grow. They, the, they grew... Um, Tobacco from her heart, they grew strawberries, and they grew everything that we needed to survive in this this lower world. And so, the left-handed twin and the right-handed twin begin to create. They begin to be, be create. Everything the right-handed twin would do, the left-handed twin would copy, and it never turned out right. So people begin to call them the the um good twin and the bad twin. But I don't I really don't prefer to do that. I I call them the 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 what they can do. And in each, each twin um, can, can do, create. And so that's, that's what I call them. Um, and let me give you an example of what I'm, what I'm saying. The right-handed twin, he made roses, and the left-handed twin made thorns on the roses. So they begin to balance the earth. These twin boys begins to balance the earth. There was there was night. There began to be a balance in the whole earth, night and day, rivers and lakes, light and darkness, throughout the whole the whole um, world. Yeah. So the grandmother said, "Okay, I'm going to make the left-handed twin the keeper of the night." And I'm going to make the right-handed twin the keeper of the day. And when they were done creating, everything was perfect. So the right-handed twin, he became the creator. He became the creator. And soon grandmother got old and grandma died. Died. And they were still arguing over grandmother. What should they do with her? You know, who should look after her, her death? Who should take care of her? And as they were fighting, her head became her head came came off. And the right-handed twin threw her head up into the sky, and she became grandmother Moon. And to this day, that's the creation story of how we understand how grandmother Moon is is up in the sky. So the the grandmother had told the twin the right-handed twin would be the keeper of life. And so the grandmother would change cycles every 28 days And she would light up the nighttime sky. And she would come every 28 days to show her full face. She would assist with the cycles of time as well. And Grandmother Moon would have the power to orchestrate the women's cycle by looking after all the waters of the world. And we all know we came into this life through through waters of the woman, the life giver. And so the four cycles of human life were created at that time and given a, a duty. They were given a role and responsibility. And they say through the story that the duty of the red man, and that's us, is to look after the earth. And that was our original instructions, as we say. And to this very day, we as indigenous people are still connected to the earth, and we still look after the earth. Beautiful. And we would honor all life at the beginning of a new day with what we call the Thanksgiving Address. And we still do that today. We call it the Ohanto Ohontogoligwedekwa, but it's a it's a acknowledgement and a and thanksgiving to everything in the natural world that looks after us, and that you know the people, um, waters, fish, plants, and medicines, animals, trees, birds, even the four winds, and the thunder beings, the sun, the moon, the stars, and and what what we call our teachers. We acknowledge four beings. We call them sacred beings. We'll, we, we can never see, show, see see their face, but they're in this creation to take care of us, and they still do that today. Yes, the four sacred beings. Okay. And the Grandmother Moon reminds us, Ongwe Hongwe o- o- people, When we are to have ceremonies, when we are to plant our gardens, and then we do all this by watching, by looking at the turtle's back. Because on the turtle's back are 28 day cycles all around the outside of the turtle shell, and in the center are 13 sections which are the 13 moons. So the original instructions for the women were to follow the cycles of Grandmother Moon, looking in and watching the back of the turtle. Grandmother Moon would determine our yearly cycle of events and ceremonies. When Grandmother Moon comes to show her full face, we honor her with moon ceremonies, remembering the tobacco, the water, and all the foods. At this time, we are reminded of the strength and the gifts of life. The women will bring, will bring that to us so life may continue on Turtle Island. As the women share medicine stories, they too become storytellers. And today we have, and long ago, we had many, many storytellers that we still have today. And what our, what our grandmother, Moon, reminds us is our link, also our link to the upper world. Because the upper world is our relative to the earth. And so today, not only do we celebrate everything in this, this world, but we also look up to the upper world and we, we, we take their direction for what we're supposed to do on the, in this lower world. So we work together. We work together with the, with the lower world and the upper world in harmony and balance to this very day. During these three, three moons of the winter cycle, storytelling and midwinter ceremonies occur. So we say that when the when the um, sisters, the seven stars, line up. Up right straight above us during the winter cycle. And and as the as the um, new moon comes, five days after the new moon, we start our midwinter ceremonies. So that you can you can realize how important the upper world is because it guides us to, into everything that we're supposed to do. So we believe the earth was created by a female by a female spirit of Sky Woman and her, and her daughter. And so they became the Mother Earth. And Sky Woman became Grandmother Moon. So I just want to share um, how these women um, work with the cycles of, of, uh, and the seasons of the Four Directions. So we say in the east, in the east, the east brings the, the, the warmth of spirit. And the east also brings the place of a new day. And that's why still today we have always built our homes with our door to the east because that's where the, the warmth of the spirit comes for a brand new day. And our, our brother, the sun, helps Helps that spirit. And they say the south, when we go to the south, the sun is at its highest point in the in the in the upper world. And it it says that I will walk the same pathway since the beginning of time, from the east to the to the to the west. And in the south, I will give fullness to, and generosity to everything that needs to take care of us. So when the sun is at its highest point in the south is when our plants will grow, everything becomes real warm, the trees will grow, and that's the south's appreciation and, and gives us that generosity. In the west, we say it's a place of vision and personal growth. Because that, that day ends in the in the in the West, the West cycle. And we have experienced that day of vision, that whole day of vision as our brother is walking that same journey from the east to the west. And we should look at our own personal growth as well to know ourselves during that time of, of warmth and and light. And in the north, North, we say that that is a place of survival. And the concept of knowing is in the north. And so we have to really prepare ourselves as human beings for the north because it's it's a time of the cold that I mentioned when that moon comes. This time it's a time of the cold, so we really need to know how to survive. We really need to know. And so Grandmother Moon called us Ongwe people. And that means the first people, the original people of Turtle Island. And we still use that in our language today. So our grandmother will go through these cycles year after year after year and she'll, she she still comes back every 28 days to show her full face and that's why we celebrate the full moon and we celebrate our grandmother for still doing her duty since creation began yeah so we say now this is this this time is the time of the big cold and it's this time of the big cold a eh, that we have chosen to tell stories. And so I know I always look forward to the winter cycle because we have many storytellers yet, and they come to visit us and to share stories. Um, and, and it's not just stories. It's, to me, growing up in this, this way, it was stories to make plans. So in the winter, we made plans for spring. In that time, we, we knew what seeds we needed for the spring, and we looked forward to preparing ourselves in the winter cycle. There's a lot of teachings of, of the, of, in our in Ongwe our, um knowledge. The old people used to say, before it's really winter, it has to snow three times and we still go by that today they said that the first time it snows it's going to tell you it's going to get cold now start preparing and the second time it's it it snows it's going to stay on the ground okay and the third time it snows it's cold and it's winter so the snow even tells us to get ready get ready to celebrate The the three moons of December, January, and February of the winter cycle. In January moon, because there's now a lot of snow that the moon has brought, we now play games. So we play the snow snake game in that time. And it also tells us to get ready because the maple water is going to come. The maple water is going to soon come. In that third moon, the maple water will appear. And so get ready for the sap timing, the maple syrup timing. I just am, am so amazed by what the, the moon cycles tell us and they teach us. We never have to guess what to do. This, the grandmother moon tells us every day what we're doing. And they so they tell us in February... Um, that last moon cycle of the winter, it's the, the blessing of the trees. We honor the trees. Now the trees are going to become alive. They're going to bring us sap so we can survive. Um, and, and they know their duty too. It's just amazing how everything in nature knows what to do. You never have to go and, and give, it, give everything instructions. And in March, we call that the thunder moon, the thunder moon, because now the winds are moving from the west to the east. They're moving now. So those cold west winds now are, going to, are moving to the east, and they're bringing the warm to east winds because we're soon going to have to plant our gardens. And, and so we, look for, we wait for that east wind. Oh, it's coming now. It's getting warm. In April, the fro- frogs return, and the old people again said, we got to pay our t- attention to the frogs because they're going to sing three times. They're going to sing three times. And the first time they, they're, they're going to sing, okay, we're going to hear the frogs, but it's going to turn cold again. They might even have a little bit of snow again. But get get ready for the spring, and the second time they sing, they they're they're coming out now. They're coming out of the water, and the third time they sing, they're out into the open, and they the frogs have returned to uh, to mate and to have to 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 do their uh, mating for, for the new new the new frog season. Okay, and in May it's a planting moon the planting moon, and as I mentioned, when Sky Woman fell, she grabbed those seeds from the upper world, those sacred seeds from that tree of life, and she brought them here. And so forever the women hold the seeds. The women plant the gardens, and that's the way it's been forever, and we still do that today. The women look after the earth. They're the keepers of the earth. And so they're ready, have prepared themselves to, to hold the seeds and to plant when it's time. The June moon is the strawberry moon. The strawberry moon, because the first the first plant that comes in the strawberry moon is the strawberry and the vines that they come. They come now. And also in June, another thing happens. We've now planted our gardens, our gardens are growing. But the old people told us that it's also the time of the firefly. The firefly comes in June. And they said during that time of the firefly, do not pick medicines, do not pick pick anything from the natural world because the fireflies are communicating to the To the whole world, to nature, to to tell them, to talk to them, and so even yet today, I still pay attention to when I see those fireflies. I don't pick medicines. I don't, you know, uh, do anything like that. So. Um, and so that that eighth moon, it's in in our way, Uncle way. That's a green bean moon. The green bean comes, uh, and to remind us that we're also all connected. Yeah, the vines. We look. We pay attention to the vines, and there's not too many plants that have big, big vines. But that's our connection to each other and the natural world. And now we're into August moon, which is corn. The corn ceremony. Yes. In the tenth moon that we had not too long ago, the harvest moon. We had the harvest moon, we celebrated that moon because now we have food. We have medicines now for the next year for for our survival. Wonderful. So that harvest moon is really important. And now we're into the 11th moon, which we call the hunting moon. This is the hunting moon. And I remember when I was little, I would listen to the old people, and when it got to be about this time in the fall, and they watched the trees, and they would say, Well, you men, you can go hunting now. The trees have turned yellow. And I always wondered what the trees had to do with hunting. But what it is is that, is that now in the fall, the animals have made it. They've raised their young. And the young are on their own, and now they can take the the, the the animals to feed us. See, so everything is is coordinated. The whole universe is coordinated in such a natural way that 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 those trees tell us when we even hunt. The men can go hunting, yeah. And also when we see Orion, when we see Orion in the ska, in the stars. Orion is is the hunter, and we see Orion, and he's belt. He wears a belt, and Orion says it's time to hunt. So again, we're connected to the sky world, and the sky world tells us everything. And of course, we're we're into the twelfth twelfth moon, and it's a time of the cold. So that's where we are today. And so I, I you know, I I really love love the the to teaching Teachings of the Moons, because they, they really share everything with us um, that we're supposed to do. We don't have to guess too much of how to survive in this natural world because if we just watch the sky world, the sky world will tell us everything that we're supposed to do. I just find that so amazing and I, I, I give thanks every day to the, to, the, to the upper world and the lower world uh, that looks after us every day of our life. And, um, you know, I've learned that, that through listening to the elders, listening to the old people that still do this today, um, I've, I've learned it by watching the, the cycles of the moon and celebrating each, each month of the cycle of the moon and what that moon tells us and and as a woman as a woman as a life giver i guess i guess i really appreciate the moon because without the women life would not continue and without that water that she she orchestrates life would not continue so it's a real honor today to to talk about the moon and and what the moon does and what the moon gives us and what the moon is responsible for uh, in terms of original instructions, and that's where we are today. So I say nyawa Goa for um, asking me to be to be part of this uh, podcast today. I really am honored to do so. Nyawa. Mm. Well, I learned so much <laughs> about the moon. <laughs>
0: You know, we can, as people, we can take the moon for granted so Uh easily because we, we, um, we just expect the moon to be up in the sky and doing what it's supposed to be doing. And maybe even we go through our evenings and not even look at the moon. That's right. You know, so we can do that and when we take the moon for granted. So I really hope that after listening to this podcast, you go out and you and you look at the moon and really really honor the moon mm-hmm. and um give it some of your good energy. You know, the moon needs that. <laughs> Us to give it some of our good energy and send it send it our good energy. Um, you mentioned um, moon ceremonies that we can do here in this world.
1: What would a moon ceremony um, be like? Okay, every month. Every month, I've been doing a moon ceremonies for a number of years uh, because I work with with women, and um, so when it the the moon really stays full for about well, three days, you can in any of those three days. You can have a moon ceremony, so we, the women come together. We always have a sacred fire, and the other thing I ask the women to do is bring water, bring water with them, and the moon will will um, give that energy. It, it the water becomes moon water, mm-hmm. and when when I remember, and I work with also work in medicines, and long time ago, the old people told me that. They always made their medicine with moon water, mm-hmm. and and I believe that I believe that energy of the moon is incredible, and so they all bring water to special water and sacred water to be blessed by the moon, and uh, and also we we really pay attention to what the sky woman brought us. So we always use tobacco. We bring the to our tobacco, and and uh, <clears throat> each woman has a chance to tobacco in the fire and give their Thanksgiving to grandmother moon for whatever they need to bless, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's their personal time to, to do that. And it's so, so wonderful because they wait for that. Mm-hmm. The other thing that, that, um, that I do, and maybe not everybody does it. Uh, I don't know, but, um, a long time ago, um, The women really um, looked after their hair. They looked after their hair. They never, when they'd brush their hair or comb their hair, they would wrap their hair around their finger, Mm -hmm. and they would save it. Mm -hmm. And so each each full moon, each when grandmother moon came, they would they would give them her hair Mm -hmm. in a fire. And mm-hmm. I think that's really beautiful mm-hmm. you know we never allowed our our women never allowed anything to be laying around like mm-hmm. that sacred hair hair is is alive it's got spirit and so they at that full moon they would bring their hair and burn their hair and in the, in the moon ceremony mm-hmm. I think the other thing is um it's a it's a time for them to 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 realize what what the moon gives us, just like I talked about, what the moon has give, is responsible for her her role and responsibility, um, and particularly life giving. and And I think that's really um, her biggest message. Her mm-hmm. biggest message is is thank you, women, that you're life givers that life continues. So it's a time to, to thank the thank the women. Mm-hmm. it's a time to say thank you women for doing your duty because that's your original instruction from from grandmother moon mm-hmm. yeah
0: well that's really um, some beautiful words you shared with us on this podcast today and um, I want to say nyawa for your for your sharing and for your knowledge and and um, and and that you you do keep it going by sharing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so today's guest has been um, Gahadio Longboat, and she's shared with us today her teachings about Grandmother Moon. Yahweh, Onikiwahi. Yo. Yahweh, thank you for listening to this episode of the Yohate Negasuna, The Road to Your Name podcast, which has been produced by Aboriginal Legal Services and hosted by me, Lisa Venevery. There are 10 episodes in this podcast series. Let's meet again on the next episode. This has been the Yohate Negasuna, the Road to Your Name podcast series. If you would like to learn more about our organization, Aboriginal Legal Services, and the programs and services we provide, please visit us at our website, www.aboriginallegal.ca. And if you feel inclined and would like to make a donation, you can click on the word Donate, located at the top of the homepage of our newly updated website. You can also visit us on Facebook at Aboriginal Legal Services Toronto, Canada. This has been the Yohate de The Road to Your Name podcast series.